0: How are you?
1: This is cool, don't
0: you think? I think it is. I get to see your face. It feels a lot better. Yeah, let's give it a, let's give it a second because nobody's
1: really here. And I'm, I was just about to inhale some essential oils because I'm a little stressed out. It's been kind of a nutty yeah. morning.
0: Okay, when you say you're about to inhale, what does that mean? You're going to put some on your... Yeah, so I'm just going to do a
1: little bit of lavender and a little bit of... Marjoram, and I'm just gonna like put it on my head and just take a breath. Like I'm using the oil to kind of like breathing in and of itself is great, but the oil kind of kicks it up a level, you know? It gives me a little bit of therapeutic on the nervous system. So this gives me fun, you know? uh,
0: this gives me time to get a piece of paper. Okay, good. Marjoram. Nice.
1: Is- blood. Marjoram. Good morning. We got honey blood in the house. Hey. So no. you can't see my my comments. All you can see are your comments. So you might want to share this now with people. Do you know how to do that?
0: Excuse me. Holy cow. Um, no, I don't know how to share.
1: So down at the bottom of your screen, there's like a, it'll either be a flashing thing of people's faces yep. or it'll be like a forward button. And if you click that, you can send it to people that you know who okay. you would want to eat in your life. Okay. So, yeah, good morning, honey bud. Therapy in two, but you had to stop in. Good. Well, it's only 10.30, mama, so we got time. We're just going to do an hour. Um, we're actually going to start here in a minute. We got three people in the room, Sam, so let me know.
0: Do you eat hummus hot or cold? Always cold?
1: I don't. I don't eat hummus, but when I do, I eat it hot or
0: cold. Okay. I'm eating. All right, so I'm, I'm just on toast with cheddar cheese. Would anybody else yummy. put that? Would anybody else so put that together? I wish I toasted it, but I didn't allow myself enough time.
1: Thanks for the rose, MJ. Hmm.
0: We have friends in here. All right. So, do
1: you want to click the link so we can start the podcast?
0: What do you want to do? I am recording from my laptop. And then this will then be uploaded to our podcast. So I can... Uh, oh, so you don't want to do that. Oh. I can cut out this, uh, this this banter.
1: So I can click out of here?
0: Yes, you can. I'm sorry.
1: That's okay. I just... That's what I was making sure of. Okay, cool. Yay. All right. And Louis here. King Louis here in the room. All right. We got a few people here. I think we should just start. Oh, Sadie just got here. Yay.
0: Sadie. Girl, she's on my bandwagon. We'll give it a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it briefly. But the panty brigade is in full effect. Um, I'm, I'm concerned that we're going to be flooding the market with underwear. I don't know if there's enough of men. Or are we raising awareness and uh, and removing the stigma from men buying under underwear? I think we're okay, going to. Here's o- my
1: thought on that. Here's my thought on that. You are a consenting adult. The people, people buying it are consenting adults. Whatever the hell effect it has is what it has. You need to make some money, and that's why you're doing it. Yeah. Forget the rest. Who Forget the rest?
0: rest.
1: Yeah, if we're doing something great for the world by selling our panties and on sniffer.com. I, I'm moving this. Okay. I'm this at all. So my
0: adult son probably don't. Don't tell him in any way. And definitely Cooper shouldn't know anything.
1: I won't be telling anybody, but I don't think, you know, yeah. I mean, just because why do you want to talk to them about it? But
0: yeah, I'm afraid that somebody's going to come across my TikToks and my content. And I'm not even 100% sure if I'm serious or not. I'm still like it could any given moment. It would be 49%, 51% yes or no. And but knowing that Sadie's interested in doing it too, that makes me feel a little less cray cray.
1: Okay, well, as your friend, all I'm gonna say here is forget the rest, focus on your needs. You need to make some money, have fun with it. That's it, have fun, make
0: money. Don't worry about the rest. Yeah, fuck (laughs) them. I, I, you know what? This is actually distracting a distraction looking at you as we're talking. I can't see us getting shit done today. I can't see us having uh, an educated conversation that somebody's going to be like, you probably didn't need to see. You wouldn't have seen that otherwise. Anyway. Well, I
1: disagree. I'm focused. I can keep you on track if you want to stay on track so that we can talk about what we want to talk about. Thanks, MJ. MJ said we are both very interesting people. I I agree.
0: I I love. Can um, I wish these people who are, are are able to go into both of our lives. How is that not a thing? That seems discriminatory yeah, so that they can
1: There is an option where they can switch over to your live. so this is what I want to tell everybody who's watching when you're doing the dual live Sam cannot see the comments. Our comments are separate so if you want to say something to Sam and I'm not reading it to her like Sadie just said I support you Sam I kind of like being part of the panty brigade so, if you want to tell her something, and I'm not relaying it because Sam and I
0: are talking click oh, yeah, the a lot of people channel, this, remember, remember, a remember lot of it. people want to know what the topic of conversation is, and we're talking about oh the panty brigade the Sniffer.com? the sniffer dot com sniffer.com. it makes s n i f f f r dot com um that's just one of a dozen websites where somebody could sell their underwear or bras panty sets sweaters shoes socks pictures of feet the the mind could go crazy and that's where i was at yesterday
1: it's 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 it's, it's, it's kink it's fetish stuff we had to talk about it yesterday sam was feeling and and after this i am going to get you focused sam because i'm not going to because i have an appointment with a patient at at noon here so i'm going to keep us on point but 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 yesterday, Sam was concerned, if you weren't here yesterday, about um, sniffer.com selling her undies, if that was somehow denigrating or contributing to objectification of humans, of women. And, and my opinion was, hell no! You're a consenting adult. These are your clothes. These are consenting adults. If there's a market for that and you don't feel objectified and you don't feel denigrated, go for it. Even better if it's a turn-on or even better if you make money and you feel empowered...
0: Yeah. I I, I really want to get into being a dominatrix too. Can I do that? Sometimes I just want to beat the shit out of somebody. And if there is somebody that would love to take my wrath. uh, You know what I'm saying? Just think about it. And this. Moderators. Moderators,
1: moderators, please be on guard. Please check the room, please. Adult conversation over 18 Crap.
0: Okay. That means my mouth. Thank you
1: no it's okay I don't mind it I just I don't want to get banned
0: you know okay we have Um, we have she was a dom she
1: knows all about that so I think I think you and Kat should talk
0: I think so too go oh I think we got kicked off I wonder if shoot I wonder if uh, my naughty mouth has gotten me in trouble oh my gosh and somehow oh my goodness Am I, getting, I, I might get kicked off too. This is a bit too weird. Yeah. However, you do what you want. Hey, Jeff. Hey, girlfriend. I We were doing a, a live. I actually had a story. I had a story that I wanted to tell. Kind of her and everybody. Um, I personally... It, energy has been a very unusual, weird thing for me lately. And I... Wanted to convey a story, and she's uh, she's very good at helping me tell a story uh, and uh, getting through the confusion. For whatever reason, I don't tell a good story, um, and that's why I was hoping to get her on this live event. Um, it's part of our. Oh, there she is. Let's see if we can. There you are. Okay.
1: Okay, so really quick so I've got topless fat in the room if you don't know topless do you know do you follow topless fat
0: I think so yeah 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 I think
1: okay so he's in the room right now he's saying he doesn't have a live option and that not everybody has it
0: you have to have at least a thousand followers
1: he does he, he has like 30,000 he has over 30,000 followers and he goes live all the time so I'm a little confused about that because I thought everybody in the U.S. had it so
0: I don't know if it has something to do with the type of content, the type of account. No, that wouldn't make sense. No matter what, whether you're a creator or beyond my skill set.
1: So I'm not, so this feed is a little, your connection's a little wonky, Sam.
0: I turn my Wi-Fi on. Usually it's not helping. So let's see if that helps.
1: Sam yeah I don't know if this is going to work for our storytelling time because it's your your connections a little in
0: and out if I talk and I just don't stop talking what is the delay
1: you actually cut out no you actually cut out motherfucker it like freezes are you guys getting that on your side yeah we get to see Sam
0: you have to do an update on your app that's what Jess says um, for his live tell him to update okay. his app
1: so, so topless vet did you hear
0: that you have to do an update on your app okay. yeah and Louis says yes Jen's here Jen I don't know if you noticed that I, I, I did a video and then I deleted it yesterday I can't tell you what it's about but I just needed to tell you that part
1: Okay, so apparently everything seems good now. You're not freezing and stuff. Okay. okay. So, so you, so I, I, I will keep you on point because I have to be done by like 1130-ish. Okay. I do. I have a patient at noon. So this is not, this is not mushy boundaries. Patient number
0: one. Boundary. Patient number A. What letter A? Okay. Can I just <laughs> jump in? Can I just jump into this story? Yeah, like tell
1: people a little bit about what's going on with you and please okay because Sam and I we want to we want to hey Mary we want to talk a little bit about um about
0: magic I think I love you I was talking to Jen talking to me I was talking
1: to Jen sorry oh damn it well I love you anyway okay so (laughs) so Sam Miss Samantha um Sam and I talk almost daily. Uh, we, we do an app called Marco Polo. We talk back and forth and uh, we've been getting to know each other for a while. And Sam is about to make a huge shift in her life. She is, um, <laughs> don't for you. She is about to sell her home and her, her home sale prior to this was a real mess. Uh, she actually should be, I hope you are suing the former real estate agent who really screwed her over and, She's already moved out of her home and back into her home. She thought she sold her home. Like, it's a mess, and she lost a lot of money because of it. Um, There's been all kinds of other chaos. Both of her parents have died in recent history. Um, Like, Sam has been through it, you know, like a lot of us have been in the last few years. And, you know, as life does, but, you know, a lot. And um, so she's now back in her home. She has an offer on her home, a very good one. She has purchased a farm... That is right across the street from the home she grew up in. It's like magical. And she's never worked a farm. She doesn't know how to do a farm. But she's doing it. She's And, and Sam is, can I say your age?
0: 48, sure.
1: She's 48 years old. She has a six-year-old boy. So she and I have a lot in common, right? We're older ladies. with younger kids. We're doing it on our own. And Sam is about to embark on this new life adventure. She's moving on to a farm. She's going to learn to run this farm. I have given her suggestions about what I think she should do. Um, so needless to say, there's been a lot of like, and her son just got married, like all kinds of crazy stuff happening, but she got this great offer on her house. She finally has a good real estate agent. She's packing up. She's trying to figure out how to do that again by herself. So she had some hiccups in the moving process, and today she had this very last person come over to help her with the moving process, and she was describing to me a scenario of interaction that was important and that she wanted
0: to share. So that's my you understated the amount of stress that I've I've probably been putting on myself to the point that I throw up every morning uh, lately because I the timing, I've never moved in this manner where I've had to have everything out by a certain time and then I couldn't occupy the next space until a specific afternoon, which is not convenient to a company if you're hiring, which leads you into overtime for Saturday. So all of these things are money and stress. And even if it wasn't money, the, the boxing up and process... Um, it's it's causing a lot of stress and giving me a lot of anxiety and and so I'm just not handling it well and you gave me a suggestion to call pods and that seemed like it was a it was a weight off my shoulders just you telling me that there was a better way so I pursued pursued that direction but because of the tree situation pods had to cancel yesterday because they can't get in my driveway they can't park it close enough that's safe that it, it would be in the right-of-way of the road so they had to cancel so that really upset me that it cut off one of my opportunities to get all this stress out of my life and declutter and now I'm gonna have to pay somebody to do everything I'm trying to cut costs and do as much as I can by myself but I had one more one more option yeah I've I've sent out my last option was today one o'clock and when he made the appointment I was like crap that cuts into my podcast time I'm gonna this is my last option. I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to, ha- I have a good feeling with it. I had a good feeling as soon as I emailed them on Saturday and, or I left a voicemail. So I get a call today. I'm like two and a half miles from your place. Can I get there earlier? Of course you can. It's actually more convenient. Um, I'm, wor- I'm worried that my dog is going to scare him. Ronald can be very uh, loud, and so I'm like, just want to let you know, how are you with dogs? Oh, I'm great. I don't see it being a problem. He walks in the house, and nicest gentleman, Ronald knew it, no problem at all, and I am just blown away by this man's care and attention to detail. I myself came from a, uh, a, a machinery-moving background. I know how plants get disassembled and things happen and how you're supposed to match, mark, tag, secure moving parts for transit. Um, I know those things and the paperwork, the legalities, the liabilities, and he...
1: You're going you're to you're process. You understand process. Yeah,
0: and he... He knew it too and although I just never it never dawned on me that those are the same principles I should be applying as I'm packing and the dang washing machine you know I have to secure it so if that weighted drum is not he gave me information and I was like dang it I should have known better because this is an industry I've, I've been in. I'm blown away this man is touching me my heart at every point and
1: So as soon as as he walks in the door, you've had all these disappointments. Nothing works out. You're worried about the money. This guy walks in, and from the moment he walks into your house, you feel, like, comforted.
0: I, but I already, I already knew. I already knew it was going to be a good exchange. I didn't know. I was, I'm waiting to hear the price. I'm just, like, sure, you can, you can manifest all these things but when i see the number i was just astonished at the price and um because it had been lower than all of my other quotes and yet the quality of service that i'm getting exceeds higher my expectations and he just gave me a, a level of comfort that um it's it's been alleviated and I was just so blessed of, of this conversation. I thought, this is the company I want to work for. And I, and I, I said- um, And you need a
1: job right now, right? You're <laughs> looking for a job
0: right now. I am looking for a job. Um, but I, I, I said, you guys have been around 72 years? And he's like, yeah, that's right. And I, I, as I looked at him, I, I was gonna say, and what exactly do you do? And he said, oh, I, I'm, I'm the owner. I was dumbfounded that I was blessed with the information. This gentleman was the antithesis of what he wanted to his company to represent. That's exactly what he gave me. And I said, once I found that he was the owner, I laughed and I paused for a second. I was like, you know what? I was going to give you a compliment, but I said, I, I think I'm going to keep it for myself for now. I'm going to wait to see how this plays out. I'm going to get under contract with you folks. I'm going to see your three guys here on May 6th. And I'm going to watch these guys. And I'm going to make sure that you know what kind of representation they are of your company. Um, What I saw in him, it was reminiscent of other company owners that I've known who... uh, they want everybody to care as much as uh, for their business as they do and everybody else falls short but i thought i i was gifted this opportunity i could have had anybody any salesperson could have come in my house i don't know if he could have made me feel that comfortable and at ease at a great price uh i'm just delighted you got the best
1: price you got the best price you got the best service And not only that you're talking to the owner of a company that in your mind you thought i would like to work for these people and right now you're looking for a job
0: yeah they they have about 27 i I asked these details they have about 27 employees and uh when the time's right i'm gonna i'm gonna hound them for a job you can ask them i'll i'll hound them i'll hound them
1: that's what i wanted to know i wanted to know and you didn't tell me this. Well, I'm glad you didn't tell me. I'm glad you saved it for
0: this. I wanted to know, are you going
1: to ask this guy for a job? I don't. See if, he has, see if he has room in his
0: company. What do I want to do right now? I want to get moved into my house. And then I want to see. I, I, and then my, I my, grandson, I my grandson's going to be born the end of May. And I've got to give a a life to Cooper that is... I need to minimize the chaos as much as possible during this time. And yet, I have these aspirations of having this exchange of of services and community building. You know, this little farm, it's not going to be a farm. It's going to be like, hey girl, you you want somewhere to stay for the week? You're tired of your kid? Come on out and... And, and, and let's, okay, let's so it, I want this exchange to be, it's not a farm. It's like a community investment endeavor. We're all, but you know. Okay, you so know let, me,
1: let, let me interrupt you really quick. Cause I think this was like, this was the whole thing this morning. I was like, okay, Sam, what do you want to talk about? What's this really about? And And as you know, what I got out of it is this concept of magic and this concept of trust And letting go and allowing for what is and what can be rather than trying to force and ram things through because it wasn't that many days ago that you were interviewing for a job that you and I both knew that was wrong for you and that was not the right thing to do. But the things that are in front of you are so epic and they are risks that most people would not take, but they are risks that I would relate to because risk is... um, Sexual, right? So you are you're taking out a farm, and like you said, you want to create this life for Cooper for your son, who's six years old, who's right at the beginning, and now you have this grandson and this this new family, and this new daughter-in-law. It's like I love what I'm hearing you say because I feel like what this encounter with this man did for you is help you to see the magic that is there and that exists, and that there is a path and there is a plan, and if you let go and you trust that it, it can happen and that you will be directed the right way. Sometimes things fall through hmm. like the pod that seems so great, but it fell through. But, but why it falls through? And then you have this other wonderful opportunity. It actually
0: up. saved me money. The fact that it fell through saved me money about $750 as a matter of fact. And considering and I just, an amazing man. and yeah, it, it was, is he married by the way? Oh, this this gentleman is in his late sixties, early seventies. He's a, he would be a fatherly figure that that fits um, this special spot hey, in my we're all heart.
1: Adults. We're all adults. We're all adults.
0: Not in that way. He'd be my grandpa.
1: So you weren't attracted to him. Okay. No.
0: But I'll tell you what. My fucking bar is all over the place lately. So let's so, not talk so I'm about.
1: I want to know this, Sam. I want to know this because I have been concerned that you were going to get a job. And, and, and listen, if you need to get a job, I've said this, do what you got to do and live your I, life. But I do need to. I, what I heard you saying in this moment is that you are starting to to have some trust in taking the step forward on the invisible bridge, right? That To trust that the next step is going to be there. To trust that you're going to be supported. To trust that that thing is coming. Is that is that what I'm hearing you say?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, e- even in the procrastination, I I can kick myself in the butt and say, oh my God, you didn't get all of X, Y, Z done. And yet, uh, sometimes I've found, uh, for example, th- this table that my computer is sitting on, um, I should have had this listed for sale weeks ago. It's too big, it's not gonna fit in my new house, plus I have my mom's antique dining table. That's gonna go in my new house. So I don't need this table. So for weeks I've been procrastinating. The gentleman that came today, he told me, oh my gosh, you, you know this is a good table, right? I'm like, oh, I'm surprised he knew. And he's like, Yeah. And I said, Well, actually, unfortunately, I have to sell it. It's not, it went down the story. And he's like, You know, you can contact the manufacturer. This company's still in business. And oftentimes they buy back and they're going to give you a lot better price because they know the quality and investment, what they can sell this for. Uh, so I'm going to call the, the manufacturers in Pennsylvania. I paid a good amount of money for this tail, And I'm like, This man gave me the best advice. Another opportunity.
1: Well, I just want to say, I just want to trusting and of people showing up and of opportunities showing up like so I've been living my life this way since I'm gonna say 2013 I made a deliberate decision I had to because I went into business for myself in 2012 and prior to 2012 I was a paycheck employee I always got a paycheck I had benefits I you know I had all the trappings of a corporate job um, all that stuff and when I went into business for myself, if anyone's ever done that, it's, it's a scary thing. You have got to swallow your fears and you have got to put your big girl panties on, uh, not the ones you sell to sniffer.com. And you've got to suck it up and find a way through. And a lot of that is just pure grit and, and just doing it. But I was in my office one day. It was a new office. I had really spent a lot of money to be there, so I was nervous about it. Um, I had joined this group of other doctors, and there was this one day where I'd had some cancellations, and my schedule was kind of light, my week was kind of light, and I was, I was freaking out about it. And then this woman that I worked with, who'd been in practice for five years, longer than me, sat down and had a conversation with me, and she said, listen to me, it's not always going to be this way. She was like, you, you need to trust me that this time that comes – is a gift and when there's more time and, and plug in play whatever works for you here but when there's more time what is that time for you are being given an opportunity to use that time for something because eventually you're going to have less time and you're going to wish you had this, this time so be grateful for the time that you have, right? It comes back to gratitude. Be grateful for this opportunity right now. Don't see it as less than. Don't be. Don't have the poverty mentality. Is essentially what she was saying to me. Don't see it as having less than. See what you have as an opportunity, and and take advantage of it. What for all this worth? And I was like, wow! It just made so much sense to me. And from that moment on that's exactly what I did. When I would have a light week where I didn't have a lot of patients or there was a lot of cancellations or whatever, I was like, oh, great. I have all this time. Like, what can I do? Maybe it was self-care. Maybe it was um, being in touch with people. Maybe it was catching up on paperwork. But I took advantage of that. And you know what? She was absolutely right. Here I am, like, what, eight or nine years later, nine years later. And I would be so busy sometimes. I just, I would have given anything to have cancellations, you know? So I have really flowed with that magical idea that if you're in the right place and you're doing the right things, things are working out the way that they're supposed to, even if it seems like it's not. And it's that hmm. trust. It's that trust element. It doesn't mean you don't get scared and freaked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's the level of trust I had when I spoke to the people from POD yesterday when she was very apologetic. I know that woman didn't want to have to make that call to say, I'm sorry, I can't do, it. and I'm like, I, 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 trust this process. I trust it. You know, I, yes. I, I was doing everything else to the point. I, 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 couldn't control any, anything else. And yet to the point I was right. throwing up, I, I was in dis-ease. Yeah, But it, it felt really well, I, good. I, just, I love it. No,
1: I love it because that's it. It really is like this, like I trust the process and it's like saying it and it's letting go because it's going to be what it's going to be. What's going to happen is what's going to happen. So you can resist it with your energy or you can flow with it. When you flow with it, it just allows everything to be so much easier. You're only making it harder when you resist. And I'm in this exact situation right now. And the woman that I'm about to go into business with, she's having a real hard time. She's never had to let go in this manner. She's always taken very small risks. Like she's always rented from other people and she's kind of ridden those coattails. She's never taken on the full responsibility of renting an office and and being the one who's in charge of all that.
0: But you have.
1: That's all I, that's all I've ever done. I've always been the big canty girl, (laughs) you know? So now I have nothing like anyone who listens to me knows like right now, Technically, on paper, I look like a wreck. I have no business. I have no patience. I don't even have a license in the state that I'm in. Although I'm about to get it, I got that finally figured out yesterday. Um, I I have no unemployment. Like I'm just living on the edge, and um, and yet I'm about to get my license, and I have agreed to go into practice with this woman. I don't even have a patient. I don't even have one patient here.
0: When you're ready, but I know it's great. When you're there, I just want to remind you to put ads in free newspapers, like free community newspapers. Uh, you don't want to, no, you don't want to advertise. You just want to do word of mouth. Uh, mm, I, I'm not sure,
1: but I here's what I can tell you. I don't just want to say no, because I hear you. I, believe me, I get a lot of suggestions about how to promote myself. What I do in my business, in my view, is very different than most other businesses. I don't want just anybody walking through the door. I'm not interested in just anybody's money. I'm not interested in just because you like me or you need help. Like, I need to work with people who are really in a place that they can work with me. So You have to be ready for what I know.
0: Okay, so for, for I'm like, I'm not
1: just I'm not just like I'm not just a burger place you stop at. I'm not any old burger. I'm a specialty burger. Right. I'm a burger with jelly and special cheese.
0: Jelly, Jesus! Um, oh my gosh,
1: have you have you heard have you heard about the awesome burger? It's in Tennessee. It's called the awesome burger. It's got strawberry jelly and this special cheese. It sounds amazing. All
0: right, see,
1: see that look on your face? That's my burger.
0: Yeah, all right. My I... burger
1: ain't for everybody. My burger ain't for everybody,
0: Sam. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Damn it, my track <laughs> is off the rails. Shit, what were we just talking about? Oh. Well,
1: we were talking about magic, and you said that I should, because I was saying that I'm trusting to go into this process. I'm letting oh, go. I'm just yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go into business with you. I have no idea how it's going to. And then you were saying advertising free papers and my point was I don't I don't get a loudspeaker when I go out there. I don't want to advertise to everybody. I'm not looking for everybody.
0: Okay, would you give would you put your business cards in like a wellness center or a place that sells like herbs in town or a crystal shop? Would you put your business cards somewhere where You know that you're finding a client who um, is on the path of self-improvement. How are people going to find you? It's a
1: good question. I never advertised once in Los Angeles.
0: And And how did you get your?
1: that I did it in the past, and I'm not saying that's the way it's going to happen now. Okay, first of all, to answer your question, would I put my card somewhere? And we don't have to stay on this. I don't, I don't need to stay on this, but, but we can, I'll give it a couple minutes. Yes, I would put my card somewhere. I would put my card somewhere if I were called to do so. I am not going to get in my car and drive to every wellness center and drive to every crystal shop and drive to every essential oil and herb shop and put my card in. That I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not trying to cast my net that wide. I'm looking for directional purposeful connection. Uh, like today, for instance, and I don't know if, if Louis is in here. Oh yeah, Louis is in here. I sent my photo, Louis's helping me with my website and I sent my photo to him. He was like, I need a, a professional headshot. I know exactly what he meant when he said that. I have always chosen very raw photos, not ugly ones, not grainy ones, not, I choose good shots, but probably not the kind of shots that other people A lot of people get these very polished, professional shots done. I actually very intentionally don't like things like that. I'm very um, aware of the image that I'm putting out and the feeling I want to have when someone looks at my website or when they look at my photo. They don't have it right now. Well, maybe a little bit, but is, oh, that's somebody I know. Like that's a comfort, like I feel comfortable. I don't want to, I don't want people to look at my photo and think that I'm unaccessible. Or come see me because wow like what a great shot like subconsciously you so know, you like, think subconsciously...
0: it... okay so you think a, a well-polished photo makes you unapproachable
1: no I think that the feeling I'm trying it's not about what isn't what I am trying to do in everything that I do including how I advertise who I give my card to How I talk about my work, how I approach patients, how I have my office set up, my style of needling, how I prescribe herbs, how I give advice about diet and lifestyle. Everything that I do, I like it to feel as though you are going to a very trusted, loving member of your family that you feel so comfortable with. Because the goal of what I do is not to be right and it's not to fix. The goal is to Give another human being a sense of comfort in this world so that they have a place to start from to do the very hard work of healing that they're typically coming to me for. Because what I have found and what I believe is that that is why most people do not heal. is because they feel unempowered, they don't feel comfortable, they don't feel safe, they don't feel loved. And if you don't have any of those feelings, if you're not starting from that place, it can be a very difficult thing to heal things that are very hard to heal. And I get people who are hesitant, resistant, or in very difficult, knotty health situations. So I try to, in every aspect, create a very raw feeling of authenticity and comfort and safety. Does that make sense?
0: It, it all makes sense sounds fantastic I just don't know how I would find you
1: right well that's where for me some of this magic and trust comes in so you're right
0: that's true there, there,
1: there is a the way the way that it happened in LA I'll tell you is that I was a member of a gym I was working on my physical fitness and health I had a very long history I used to be a, uh, an athlete and I really struggled with my weight and with my health because I was used to working so hard it was like competitive And I was given a lot of really bad advice from coaches that were about short-term gain and not about long-term health. So I was really healing that part of myself towards the end of school. And I was in this gym and it was small groups and I would get in conversations with people and I met this gentleman who um, has a connection. I'm not gonna say how because I don't wanna add him, but he has a connection to the Beatles, to Paul McCartney. And I'm in LA, right? So these kinds of things happen. And we got into conversation, he was like, I really need to come see you. So he ended up coming to see me as an intern, and then there was a couple other people at the gym, I think three or four other people who ended up coming to see me at the gym. Every one of these people had contacts within the entertainment industry in different venues. sports, um, uh, acting, producing, uh, Netflix, stuff like this. And music. And so, from these four people at the gym who followed me towards the end of my internship and my ability to talk and connect, I grew a massive network within the entertainment industry in Los Angeles, and it was all word of mouth. It was first, it was their family, then it was their, you know, it was their wives and then their kids. And then it was, oh, people at work. And so then I would become a part of whole companies. So I never had to advertise, right? Here it's a little different. It's COVID. I can't, I'm not going to join a gym. So I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know. But magic, magic, I'm about to, I'm about to go into business with somebody. I don't have a license and I have not one patient. I don't know anybody here. Maybe I'll fail flat
0: on my face. I don't know. I hope you're not looking for me to have any good advice here. You know, like it's, (laughs) it's great to have like a good part at the end of the story. Like you kind of suck at that part. There's no like great ending. Somebody asked earlier, they're out of uh, medical insurance as of January 1st. I'm not working. I personally do not have medical insurance, although I, do a, I, would, a, I would qualify because I'm on unemployment. Um, Cooper, I have to get Cooper signed up for CHIP. Um, do you have health insurance for Kai?
1: Yeah, Oregon. Oregon's amazing. Every state should be like Oregon. That was one of the magical things. When I moved here, I didn't know. California is terrible. I tried to get my son and I insured forever. And it's so unaffordable. It's like a lot of people in this country. It's just, I have health insurance my entire life. It wasn't until I went into healthcare that I lost my healthcare. Wow. Because I went into business for myself. Yeah. And and it's unaffordable for me. So, um, and, and what they offer is, is so terrible. It's basically just if uh, there's a catastrophic event, you know otherwise it's, like it's unusable it's unusable coverage and you're spending hundreds of dollars a month hundreds almost thousands for nothing for absolutely nothing and then they get a bill and they only pay 60% of it you know it's it's ridiculous it's ludicrous so when i moved up here which i did purely out of like to lower my cost of living and to get the hell out of what was a trap i got up here and i applied for health insurance in oregon and within two weeks, I had full insurance, no copays, no pre- nothing, nothing. Wow. And I was able to go get all the preventative care, checkups. My son's surgery was completely covered. Everything.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Socialized medicine. Murphy.
0: Right? That's what concerns me when they talk about um, on, on NPR today. They are talking about. Increasing the wages for people in the healthcare industry. Um, my concern is what's going to happen to those jobs when they, if heaven, if whatever happens, the heavens align and they do change to socialized medicine? What happens to those wages?
1: All I can say about that is that the entire healthcare system needs to die and be rebuilt. Wages are one tiny little thread in a blanket. Mm -hmm. This system is broken, broken, not just not damaged, not injured, not has problems. It is flat broke. It needs to die and we have to redo
0: it. I want to have this educated argument with somebody I feel if COVID didn't and I think I talked to you about this once I feel if COVID didn't happen if money wasn't flooded into the medical industry the way the federal government is just pouring money into it whether it's a vaccine uh, uh, unemployment wages Money had to be poured into the healthcare industry to keep it afloat. Hospitals have been going out at a rate I, I think in the past 10 years it's something like 35 hospitals have gone under uh, because they just can't a- afford it and it's not for a lack of patients; um, it's a it's a lack of funding so when somebody walks into emergency room and dies of a heart attack The hospital gets a crazy amount of money, much more if they say that that patient died of COVID than if that patient died of a heart attack. So of course they're gonna take those loopholes. Okay, 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 okay. Wait a second, hold on here,
1: hold on. We need to back up because I think I missed something that you said because that, what you just said, the part that I heard and I want you to correct me, that hospitals get paid more if a patient dies of COVID That is a complete
0: fallacy. I've heard it from a hospital. That
1: is a fallacy, and and the reason I know it's a fallacy is
0: because of CPT codes.
1: Do you understand CPT codes?
0: No, I do not. Okay.
1: The CPT codes are what I use, and what hospitals use, and what doctors use, and what chiropractors use, what everybody in medicine who bills insurance uses, even if you just give someone a super bill apply CPT codes. A CPT code is a code that is attached to every single thing that you do. So if I turn on a heat lamp, okay, right, there's a code for that. I get paid for that. If I put a needle in somebody, I get paid for that for, for a certain amount of minutes. So the okay. first 15 minutes I put in this code and then every 15 minutes after I get paid this code. So for literally every single act that you do in service to a patient, you get you have a code okay okay and i have heard and i have read and i have seen what you were talking about and it's widespread people believe this widely it is not true if a patient dies you do not get paid more you get paid by cpt codes
0: if they di- if they die of covid versus uh, they died of a heart, act, a heart attack, they, they died of complications related to COVID. That hospital will get reimbursed more than if on the death certificate it just says they died of a heart attack. That's why I'm saying it behooves the hospital to say the cause of death is COVID related as opposed to the real cause.
1: That's why they're not even testing people.
0: Uh, And I'm only saying...
1: I have have not used the CBT code for heart attack or for COVID because, first of all, I haven't been working for a year, but also I don't deal with that. And I would never put heart attack. Um, But uh, what I can tell you is, is my friends who are doctors, MDs, and who are nurses who work all over the country, I've had this discussion with them. And they say that is not true. And these are not people who have political agendas. They're just working their okay. jobs.
0: Yeah. And let me okay. tell you my perspective. Last year, I when I worked for a state... But
1: the point. I just want to say it really quick before you go into that. My point about that is not to get into a semantical argument mm. this way or that way. My point is that the system is fundamentally and irrevocably broken. Yeah.
0: I, 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 comp- I do completely agree. That we're not... Um let and uh, let me just tell you i was told a hospital administrator point blank said if you come into my er and you die of a heart attack i'm gonna write on the death certificate you know we get 400 dollars if you get if you know I, I'm, I'm using uh vague terms but the, the the sentiment was if you come into my er and this happens, this is how much the hospital gets for the services that we provided you with. If you come in and, and die uh, during the pandemic, and if we say you died of COVID related issues, the hospital is reimbursed X amount, X, three times more amount of money. So the system I'm is a, doctor. Uh, a hospital administrative person. So. That I, um, it's because of that exchange, it, it, it completely makes sense that the system was has these loopholes to bail out the system that we knew was failing already. We already know that we can't get enough nurses to support the industry. We already know that the ventilators the, the manufacturing industry isn't robust enough to support the healthcare industry at times like this because this doesn't happen all the time. It, it. Okay. So I
1: have, I have I have somebody on my feet right now who is a death doula who said that that's not how death certificates are written. Okay. And here's, here's what I would say, because I think this is the bigger point, because I don't want to get into a tip for tat about how things work, because I work in a certain part of medicine, so I have definitely a general understanding of how right. things work. This is what I would say about this person that you talk to. Just having that conversation with someone outside the hospital, just having that conversation at all with someone... Is an incredible display of a lack of ethics.
0: That is true. To have
1: that, to have that kind of a conversation. So right off the bat, that makes me
0: question. question that
1: person. Because I'm not saying there's a lot of gray in medical billing. There's a lot of gray. I know how to work the gray. I I know where my moral and ethical lines are. There is nothing that is cut and dry about insurance billing and medicine. It is a, like I said, like we agree on. It's a fucked up industry. But I don't have these discussions with people because it's 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 very tricky stuff. And I think to go out there and be like, well, yeah, this is what we do. We just screw the system over. And to act like that's somehow, like, casual conversation, that's someone who has an ethical problem. Mm-hmm.
0: I-, I felt... And, 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 I don't and, disagree. And I would
1: say she probably doesn't... I would say she probably doesn't... I, it makes me question not only her motives, but also her
0: purpose.
1: It really does. Cause that's not a discussion that anybody who really has professional ethics and integrity would just go out and just start talking to people about, like it's no big deal.
0: Yeah, I, That's a big deal. That's yeah, a big deal. Oh, I, I do think it's a big deal. And that's why I felt they were outlining an egregious hole in the system. That's why I felt that they were coming out with this information. Completely inappropriate. It could ruin a lot of the processes if this was under under covered to be the truth. And
1: here's the thing: that's what she's really doing, though. If if I just take the minutiae of it, is politicizing that because that's not a special issue related to COVID. Those kinds of issues, those kinds of billing issues and conundrums, are pervasive. So by by out covid and making it look like it's something covid specific it's if these things exist within covid which i'm sure they do they exist within every part of medicine every part of medicine like the things that i do and my billing it's pretty straightforward i have a standard list of cbt codes that i generally use but it's tricky because they want to nickel and dime you and there's so much that they don't pay for So you have to find these like edges of things where it's like, if I was sitting, this is what I always think. If I was sitting in front of an attorney who was drilling me like worst case scenario, I got sued or something, It would never happen. Would I be able to defend myself in a reasonable manner? That is sometimes how I have to make decisions because I have to get paid for what I do. And these companies are playing games. It's a game. It's all a game. I worked in auto insurance. It's all a game. And that's real. That's true talk. But I'm not going to sit here on TikTok or in a conversation with you or anyone, for that matter, who I'm not working with directly and say, oh, well, you know, we just, uh, she's politicizing the issue, in my opinion, with COVID. Why? Why is she doing that? What's her agenda? Do Do you hear what I'm saying?
0: I do. I guess I was so angry, emotional about it. I didn't think of the content of what she was saying beyond the emotional part of it.
1: I think that's the point, and I think this is, and I am, I'm going to have to go, but I think that that's what happens on Facebook. I think that's what happens in these chain emails. I think that's how we've all as a country been moved to do things and behave in ways that because we are, because we're good people and people use our emotions and they use the goodness of us and they take a nugget of truth and then they push an agenda and we don't examine it because we are led with our feelings.
0: Yeah, I'm very guilty of that. I, um, thank you. Like,
1: you know, people get a chain email that's like, oh, we're killing babies because blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? Babies? I don't want to kill babies and so you don't even read the other four paragraphs and you just forward it on and you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so I I really take issue with that you're not the first person to tell me that and where I've heard these narratives and it's, it's disturbing to me because I feel like we want to do the right thing but I feel like sometimes we're doing it for the wrong reasons and we're not really understanding and I don't know everything about everything but medicine I know a little bit about it and billing and like Honeyblood was saying death certificates and how they work like it's a technical thing so if people are using emotional stuff and like I don't know it's broken that's what I would yeah. say it's a broken system yeah it's almost as,
0: like shit I don't even want to talk about the vaccine and, and, and what I heard the, the five minutes I heard NPR today I was like shit turn it off go back in the whole.
1: So, somebody asked me about this earlier this is, if you don't mind can I talk about the vaccine for just a second
0: Sure. Let's not make anybody upset. Okay.
1: I don't have a, an agenda when it comes to the vaccine. I believe in choice. When it comes to health, I believe in choice, period. Everybody has a choice. Everybody should have agency over their body. And, and a lot of that has been taken away from us in this culture. There's no doubt about that. There's no. That's not an arguing point. That is the truth. A lot of choice in medicine has been taken away. And the, the more privilege you have, the more choice you have. The less money and the darker your skin, the less privilege and, and options you have You on so many levels. This goes deep. Okay. And that's a fact. These are facts. This is not opinion. This is documented fact. Um, so when it comes to this vaccine, I think it's tricky because we have a lot going on. We are in the middle of the biggest, like global, uh, trial, like vaccine trial, right? But what's interesting about this is, and I've had lots of people ask me what do you think or are you going to get it, they're not actually injecting you with a version of the virus. And a lot of people don't understand that. This is an mRNA vaccine, which is new technology. So it's messenger RNA. So what it does is it, it gives the body a, a plan. It, it tells the, the mRNA how to create a protein in the body to fight the virus. So they're not actually injecting you with a dead part of the virus or an inactive part of the virus. They're not giving you COVID. They're not injecting COVID. They are instructing your messenger RNA, not your DNA, your messenger RNA to create a protein that helps your body to, to mount an immune response. Now I have an appointment with someone at noon. And this is why I have to get off who's newly pregnant she has had miscarriage, she's older, she was worried about not being able to get pregnant. She's high risk pregnancy. They have approved the vaccine for women who are pregnant. They have not done clinical trials on women who are pregnant. If you were someone who does not know how to read carefully and you were like, can I get this vaccine? I'm pregnant. You would read it and and if you went to the most websites, you'd be like, oh yeah, I can get it. They say it's okay. But if you really read what they're saying, they're not saying we have scientific evidence they're saying we believe we feel but there is no evidence for pregnant women for lactating women now does that mean you shouldn't get it no what this comes down to is understanding the risks understanding your own comfort level if something does go wrong am i okay with that do i feel this is an acceptable risk you know you have to sit with your own and your own privilege, right? Like this person I'm going to talk to has an incredible amount of privilege. I'm she can probably avoid people.
0: I'm getting somebody in our in our live, uh, Patricia from Alaska. She just got her second dose not too long ago. It did kick her butt really, really bad, I think, the recovery, especially the second one. When I say kick her butt, she had, I'd say, a good... Uh, Thirty-six hours of feeling, like, at least a day of feeling very tired, but she also says I wouldn't if I was pregnant. And and uh, and
1: that's
0: the thing when I, Jen Prosperous Mess said there's no evidence for anyone, and just today I believe I heard Johnson and Johnson is pulling their vaccine off the shelves, um, and they're going to be rescheduling the people who are going to be getting their vaccines like it's almost like we'll get back to you so
1: Here, here's, here's what I will say I do not give opinions to people because I feel that it is ethically irresponsible of me to say I think you should get it I think you shouldn't get it Right. I think that there you know it is my job as a healthcare provider to lay out what is known what is unknown and then to clarify for This is your personal responsibility to decide for yourself Mm -hmm. because if you get something or don't get something based on what I believe, based on what I think, and I don't share what I think with really
0: anybody. um, So you, you will not, you you wouldn't tell me whether you will or will not be getting a vaccine, the COVID vaccine.
1: In in a private, in a private conversation, I will talk with anyone that I trust about just about anything. I'll tell you my feelings. My feelings are not fixed, generally, and my feelings around vaccines in particular are very complex because I actually do know what I'm talking about. I've done a ton of research and reading, and um, it's, a tr- it's a tricky topic, especially now it's been highly politicized. It's a hot button issue. People tend to get caught in their ears and not listen, and on both sides, on all sides, every side, people just don't want to think, and that bothers me, so what I encourage is thinking. And feeling, because it is going to be different for everybody. If, if this were a woman who were of low income and who had to be exposed to the public um, and she didn't have a choice, I'm sure that would impact her thinking around it differently. Um, I don't agree with people who say there's no evidence. I disagree with that. As, as, a, as a clinician, I disagree with that. There is evidence. Do I think that it's just a cut and dry answer? I don't. It really is about your station in life and society, unfortunately. It's about all of the circumstances, beliefs, stresses. stress is an impact on pregnancy more than almost anything else. Uh, yes, so I, 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 I completely agree.
0: agree. Uh, low birth weight, stress, yeah.
1: You know, there's just, yeah, so so there's all So I try to lay out what I know. I try to give my um, honest understanding of what I know. And what is unknown, and I think we don't talk about that enough, what is unknown with, with these things. Is it
0: consideration you have to- waiting, waiting the other nine months? Is that an option um, or? I would think that's, of course, that you would present that to the, like, oh, here's your options. Is that how you bring it to the, your research yeah, table? I-
1: Exactly. I already have a whole page typed out between the time that you and I came on here. I typed out a whole page of things, and one of the things was exactly that she has six months left in her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Can you see yourself doing these other preventative measures? Because this is one of the problems with the vaccine, right? You have people who are totally against it. You have people who are totally for it. And in between, there's this whole vacuum of misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is not the polio vaccine okay, this isn't going to eradicate COVID. COVID is a different kind of disease. This is a modern disease that has a modern problem. And so what is more likely to happen is that we're going to have vaccine year after year after year. And um, these are big issues. These are not quick meme issues. These are big ethical societal dilemmas.
0: I, 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 um prosperous mess just dropped a comment and i completely agree uh they're going to globally it's going to be difficult either you show your card or you can't travel Uh, you know
1: i i know prosperous mess and i like her and i know what side she stands on okay i'm aware these are not, this has not happened yet. We cannot whip ourselves into hysteria about what's gonna happen because people have been saying this for a long time. I don't disagree that there are concerns and I think we have to talk about them, but um, I, I just, I can't, I'm not willing to fully go to that side of the fence. I'm not willing to go to any side of the fence. I'm on the side of, of the fence that's right in the middle, that's looking at the reality and trying to have a reasonable conversation to talk about these things. And if, if you believe that, that everybody's out to get you, or if you believe that everybody else is stupid, I think you're missing the point on either side because that is where we are in this argument right now. We are on a side where some people think that y'all are stupid. You're dumb, uneducated hicks. And then you have the other side that thinks everybody's being brainwashed and it's a big fucking conspiracy. And that, I mean, come on, that's not how life works. It's, It's gray in the middle. Like applying for my license the other day, it was so hard to do, Sam. It was so hard. And my friend was like, yeah, they probably did it on purpose. I'm like... Do you know how hard they would have to work to do what they did on purpose? Hmm. Like, I'm sorry, that's not a conspiracy. That's stupidity. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I just feel like we become so polarized that, that we're, we're missing the thinking part. We're missing the critical part. And everybody thinks that they're critically thinking. But when you really sit down and you read and you really know what's happening, what you see is there's mostly gray. It's mostly gray. On the social issues, on the scientific issues, on the ethical issues, and what we're missing is a conversation. Because I think there's points to be made everywhere, and I think we're missing it. But this is this is turning into a much bigger conversation. Yeah, and you do have. have Yeah,
0: now we got three minutes of your time that you can't get back. Thank you for. I'm sorry this went off the rails. Fucking COVID and health insurance. That was not the way to go. And when uh, it's important, it's a hard contentious. contentious um go it's, it's, go it is. go it's away kind of yeah. bye go you have things to do
1: all right let me I have, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read hang on I'm gonna read all right I, it's too much to read anyway yeah we can talk about it more I know this is a hot button thing I know prosperous mess well so I understand I I don't like it when we start screaming at each other that's what I
0: don't like Jen, are you screaming? Because Nice Needles does have a lot to say. Um, Jen, I'm not
1: saying she's screaming. I'm just saying that I think in general.
0: I can see her like in her chair, like <laughs> wanting to say it, to, to, to be very loud. She's probably gonna jump on a live right after this. I'll probably maybe. Watch. Yeah.
1: I, I, when I go, you'll still be up. So if you guys want to join Sam's, you can do that. But um, yeah, I just all I'm trying to say, I am on the side of, of keeping our minds open. And and learning and talking and calming down and taking deep breaths and being open to the idea that maybe, just maybe, we're all missing something. Maybe. And maybe it's not so cut and dry. Maybe it's not so black and white. Maybe it's gray. I mean, we're in a real complex time in the world right now. Nothing's easy right now. And anybody who claims to have an easy answer, I think, is to be avoided. Jen, there aren't easy are answers there just aren't there's how many billions of people in the world almost 8 billion or something
0: <laughs> I'm sorry Jen is um, doing her housework right now as she's and getting gas I'm not allowed to tell you what Jen has said in the comments
1: I believe you, you can tell me later
0: I love her I, I can only I'm going to have to take a she, screenshot
1: Definitely been critical of things that I've put up before, and that's okay. I don't mind disagreeing. I don't mind it, uh, but I don't get—I don't get involved in um, polarized discussions. Yes. Like, for instance, Black Lives Matter. I'll end on this. I actually have a friend who um, is opposed to Black Lives Matter. She's an All Lives Matter person. She's a Trumper. I've known her for a long time and when the george floyd thing happened which you know that's that's it's nothing new what happened with george floyd it's just as most people said we were able to see it in such a graphic way that it impacted us emotionally differently most of us I, for me that was a line in the sand i'm not going to argue with you but for me that was that was a hard boundary if you cannot say black lives matter if you can't say that if you can't just say that
0: mm-hmm.
1: without an and or a but, if you can't say that I am
0: done
1: being your friend it doesn't mean forever if you can come back around if you want to have a conversation yes but but that's a hard boundary for me I'm done I'm done with you you don't get me you don't get my time you don't get my opinions you don't get my feelings you don't get my advice you don't get anything about me except you can watch from a distance if you can't say black lives matter because for me I I don't have time for that that's my opinion. That's my choice. I get to do that. Not everybody would agree with that.
0: Right. Absolutely. That's the wonderful thing about having flexible boundaries, and they can be specific to you and they don't have to matter to anybody else. Exactly. Go away. You have so. things to do. Thank you. I love you. Bye.
1: I love you. Bye.
0: picked baby hope up as soon as she-